0: Welcome to the Cinema Gold Podcast With your host, Larry Leese. Come join us as Cinema Gold dives into the latest Hollywood films and news
1: Welcome to a special episode of the Cinema Gold Show I'm your host, Larry Lease Today we'll be reviewing In the Heights I was able to have an advanced review of it and this is our take on the film. A film version of In the Heights has been in the works since 2008, when the show debuted on Broadway. A number of stars had to align before it came to fruition as one of the new movies of summer 2021. Creator Lin-Manuel Miranda had to find success with Hamilton, and director John Chu had to helm the cultural sensation Crazy Rich Agents, which, while lavish and excessive, is ultimately about belonging the In the Heights movie lives in the shadow of both of these works in the way it adapts Miranda's show. The result is a pure distillation of what he set out to achieve, updated in ways that not only work for a modern retelling, but often work better than the original. It's also one of the liveliest and most moving films you're likely to see this year. The story follows a bodega owner in Washington Heights with big dreams of reopening his father's bar in the Dominican Republic but it really follows an ensemble of friends, families, and lovers living through what feels like the last days of a neighborhood being steadily lost to gentrification. To call New York City a character is a well-worn cliché, but it's a truism that bursts to life of a G- film, not simply through shots of streets and landmarks, but through the way each corner and sidewalk brims with life, love, and culture. Yusnavi rents his corner store with his cousin Sonny, a teenage activist. And the rest of the cast is largely introduced as they stop in for a cup of coffee. There's his friend Benny, an upbeat taxi dispatcher, Benny's boss Kevin Vizarlo, Rosario, and Rosario's daughter Nina, who's home for the summer after her first year away at Berkeley. Then there's Yusnavi's crush Vanessa, who's on the verge of moving downtown to follow her fashion designer dreams. And there are a whole host of neighborhood gossips who work at the local nail salon. There's also a fun minor role played by Miranda himself, and to bind them all together, there's the local matriarch, Claudia, who practically raises raised the entire neighborhood. Claudia, an elderly Cuban immigrant, often speaks of dignity in the face of adversity, and the ways people can leave their mark and be remembered. Her words now feel more vital to these characters than ever before. Their neighborhood, made up of Dominican, Cuban, Puerto Rican, and a number of other Latin American cultures, faces the prospect of permanent change as residents and businesses are being priced out. While the casting has been criticized for colorism, the film attempts to frame its tapestry as multicultural and its perspective as multi-generational. The characters are all either immigrants, first-generation Americans, or that in-between generation that immigrated when they were young. Washington Heights is their home, but the film takes aim at the complicated question of what home even means when change is the only constant. Yusnavi remains torn between New York and his father's home in the Dominican Republic, the first home he ever knew. Vanessa wants to move to a new neighborhood where she might be more successful, but her heart belongs to the heights. Nina has moved even further away to California, though she might want to drop out and return home, despite shouldering the expectations of her community. The film also adds a brand new element that didn't exist in the show, a subplot that hits like a freight train, where one of the characters is revealed to be an undocumented immigrant. They may not have the choice of deciding what home they belong to. These questions of belonging permeate every scene, from the subtle to the operatic, and the film wraps its story in a framing device also invented for the screen. Isnavi, years later and sporting his most Miranda-esque goatee, narrates the film's events to a group of children on a tropical beach. It feels like an element influenced by Hamilton which frames its story of America's founders as history told in the present. Here, it makes the film's narrative wistful and bittersweet. Right from its opening Spanglish number, the half-song, half-rap title track In the Heights, Chu, cinematographer Alice Brooks, and choreographer Christopher Scott make it clear how they plan to tell this story. It starts out with strain, waiting to burst into mayhem as the music builds. The depiction of these characters and the spaces they occupy is distinctly intimate as the camera peeks at them in the crowded corners of the bodega, often through glass-fridge doors or from between messy shelves. It turns the stage's two-dimensional backdrops into an inviting, three-dimensional world, and it establishes the city's texture before letting its streets be engulfed by dance. The first time a crowd gathers to move in unison, they're reflected in a window out of focus and in the distance. At two hours and twenty-three minutes in length, the film doesn't want to tip its hand too soon. It doesn't need to instead the opening song introduces the neighborhood in fragments through an energetic montage of people from all walks of life heading out to start their day the film even treats the sounds of the city as music with honking vehicles and the spritzing of sidewalk water is layered into the soundtrack choose approach is multifaceted depending on the scene or song the film grounds its bombast and naturalism the actors though they sing their hearts out measure their performances for the camera rather than the back row of an auditorium. But as it gets deeper into its runtime, it introduces playful elements of magical realism, of frames seemingly graffitied by hand and of dreamlike numbers that combine stage lighting with memories of the city past. It runs the gamut, but it rarely loses focus of its story and characters. Thank you for listening to this special episode of the Cinema Gold Show. Let us know your thoughts. When you see the film, send us a tweet at Show, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks for watching Cinema Gold's podcast. Follow us on Twitter at cinemagold2. Become a patron on our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinemagold. Send us a voice message and be featured on an upcoming episode through anchor.fm slash cinemagold.